0: Trauma Healing Learning 17, Caught in No Man's Land. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Hello, everyone. If you're following along in the companion blink of an eye story, you know we are doing a two-parter, episodes 17 and 18, chock full of unvarnished, unedited text messages of what was going on behind the scenes of the behind the scenes family and friends updates. Yes, where we were in the story, we were up against many obstacles, and it felt like we could not move forward with any plan. The hospital had declared Archer was not transportable because his body was so weak and his lungs so collapsed and he had little ability to take in oxygen to keep him alive. If we stayed, the trauma intensive care unit was not equipped to do long-term intensive care. They said they were out of options. We did feel we were caught in no man's land. And I suspect the hospital felt the same way. How many times has this happened to you? Well, maybe not quite like it was with Archer, but how many times have you felt that you've had no options? Whether you really didn't or whether it just felt that way. It is part of being human that we can experience feeling helpless or trapped. There is an expression I am sure you are familiar with, damned if you do and damned if you don't, right? (laughs) Yeah, I thought it would be familiar. Well, that's how it was for us. Literally, in high crisis, we can find ourselves in such precarious situations For us, we couldn't let Archer die in Atlantic Care because we couldn't get him out to someplace else. But he was too weak for lack of oxygen. He could not be moved. But he had to be rotated to keep his blood flowing and not to get bed sores. But every time they tried to rotate him, his heartbeat would almost slow to a stop and his oxygen levels would plummet so low, it was a risk to his survival. Damned if we do, and damned if we don't. And they were out of options to treat him there, but he could not be transported anywhere else because of all the tubes in his body and the risk of their being dislodged and causing him to suffocate. I wonder what you would have done in a similar situation or what you have done in other situations where you have felt like you had no options. While it was so stark and so physically real, I was on alert to not fall into the despair of having no options. Oh, I have witnessed many times as a divorce mediator how it is equally stark, not so physically real as it is emotionally real, that parents, acrimonious parents, feel they have no options with each other. One parent might know a child is at risk when with the other parent, but also knows if they rock the boat for what they believe is best for a child, their child, the other parent will retaliate and create wedges in the relationship, create spike fences, if you will, between a child and the other parent, or do equally drastic things like cut off financial support or threaten, for example, no longer paying for camp, or for a child to attend a certain school. Yes, just out of spite for the other parent. Oh, believe me, this happens, and I suppose you know it does as well. But if the one parent doesn't speak up or try to stop what appears to be harmful behavior to their child, the child is adversely affected. Indeed, negatively impacted either way. Those are certainly damned-if-you-do and damned-if-you-don't situations. And these situations can certainly create trauma in those families because feeling helpless over and over again can cumulatively create An experience of trauma. Physical or emotional, feeling trapped and without options is devastating. And these are just two examples of many. I wanna talk about the power of not giving up. There are many ways to fight the good fight that are not the traditional ways of fighting. Traditional ways of fighting are often in terms set forth by others, which are often very binary and limiting. Litigate or give in. Either you do or you don't. You're in or you're out. Right? Heck, even for us at Care, we were given one path. We needed to transfer Archer to rehab, and then when he wasn't transferable, they told us we had to go to a long-term acute care facility. But why was it framed that way? Because they were out of options. But it didn't mean we were out of options. So let's just start there. The world is full of possibilities, and it begins with believing that the world is full of possibilities. This is a mindset, and it can be nurtured in your heart. Don't give up. But you don't have to fight to not give up, and you don't have to fight in ways that provoke the other into fighting back. Or fighting in ways that could harm you. You will probably both lose in such situations anyway, or certainly expend a great deal of your time and resources that could be spent on other good things. When you feel you are faced with no real options, think harder. Believe what is possible. Don't give up on believing that something good will come of a bad situation. Personally, for me, this is where a belief in God and God's time is so helpful. It might not be tomorrow or this year that something good emerges, but in time, God's time. Something good will happen if you keep the faith in that belief and do not add to the negative energy. We don't have to fight reality. We can expand reality. What we see and hear and feel is usually only partial of what is really presented. And this includes a belief that we are out of options. Let me give you an example. Notice what you're doing right now. Notice the sounds around you. Now, just close your eyes for a minute and be still. Notice more sounds. Notice smells you had not been aware of until you paused and took in more of reality. Those sounds or those smells They were there all along. Don't give up on believing what is possible. <laughs> and stay positive because this is a lot to be positive about. Oh yes, it's very hopeful. I think of all the people I have witnessed in my many trips to Lourdes, France with the Order of Malta who come in pilgrimage for miracles They come maimed and gnarled and deformed and with stage four cancer and other physical ailments. They all pray for miracles. We all do. We get bathed in the waters of the underground springs where the Virgin Mother Mary appeared over 150 years ago to a group of children and where there were many miracles. The story lives on and on in the hearts of all believers, and the believers receive. Oh, the leprosy may still exist, and the tumor may still persist, but the lift of the heart and of the spirit is part of the miracle of believing. Now you don't have to believe like this, but I do. It's a pretty good way to be. It certainly can take you through very rough times. And we know that miracles do happen. I have felt that miracle myself. And I think it's quite miraculous That I can close my eyes and feel the Virgin Mother Mary's arms around me right now. I bet you can too. You have to use your imagination and belief. Isn't it wonderful? Don't give up. Whatever good fight you are in. Just do it differently under terms that are more expansive than those limiting terms that think you are faced with no options and that trap you. And if you do feel that you are caught in no man's land or damned if you do or damned if you don't, just know it's not the complete, reality It's just what we hold in our minds at that time. Consider holding a new reality that sees, feels, and believes what you think a higher power that loves you deeply would want most for you. And when others are down, What would a divine source want most for them? Wholeness. Be bold. Tell them miracles are going to happen. They will. Tell them they will heal. They will. Believe it and say it. It's only our egos and fears that constrain us from believing all that is possible. When we are afraid something might not happen, well, it might not because we don't believe it will. Believe, don't give up believing. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Life is so precious. Sending love. Hope for everything. Obtain everything. Thank you for tuning in to the Trauma Healing Learnings. You may tune in to the companion Blink of an Eye story at Season Two, Episode 17, Caught in No Man's Land. Thank you for listening and thank you for telling your friends. Together, we are raising the vibration for healing.
1: You've been listening to Blink of an Eye. We ask that you share this with anyone who may need inspiration, a lift, or who may relate. Never miss an episode. Listen on our website, blinkofaneyepodcast.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is sponsored by Baltimore Mediation. Baltimore Mediation has offered trainings and workshops on conflict transformation, mediation, relational leadership, and the Enneagram since 1993. For more information on our course offerings, visit www.baltimoremediation.com.